This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 1230. You're breaking up business collocations for mishaps with Steve Ford. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, downloaded more than 123 million times. We believe in connection, not perfection, with your American hosts, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, and Michelle Kaplan, the New York radio girl. Coming to you from Boston and New York City, USA. And to take your learning deeper with real-time transcripts and personalized vocabulary practice, download our app on your iOS device. Go to allearsenglish.com slash bonuses. Today, we are happy to have our guest, Steve Ford, on the show. He'll show us how to speak up at work when something goes wrong, and he'll give you the exact native collocations that you need to sound competent and to connect. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care, and we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Hey, Steve, welcome to All Ears English. How are you? Hey, Lindsay, I'm really good and uh, I'm really happy to be here today. Yeah, I'm excited to have you on the show. I know you have a huge YouTube channel where you teach a variety of topics, including business and other stuff. And what is your favorite topic to teach over on your YouTube channel? I do a lot of business English videos, helping people to speak English better at work for communication, for job interviews. And I also do TOEFL preparation videos. Also, I do a lot of general English videos to help people with phrasal verbs vocabulary, collocations, and pronunciation. And, Ooh. and how to speak fast, you know? Yes. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Pronunciation is huge because if we can really say things correctly, people can understand us. And then that's where the connection comes. Isn't that right, Steve? Yeah, for sure. I mean, if we can reach out to people the best way possible and to, you know, to really connect with people, as you're saying, the best way is to try to talk like a native speaker. Yeah. And so you have been teaching English for a long time. How long have you been teaching? I've been teaching English wow, uh, <laughs> for over 20 years. And Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And I've been on YouTube for 12 years now. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. And where in the world are you based? Just so that our listeners get a sense of, of where you are. So if I look out my window here, I can see the Pacific Ocean here. I'm in Vancouver out on the nice. West Coast. Yeah. Awesome. So we're both on the West Coast here. Yes. And <laughs> yeah, I can see you down from my window here, down in. <laughs> all the way down among the smog, right? I'm right oh. here inside this. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but that's okay. All right, Steve. So we're excited to have you on the show today to talk about a really important topic because a lot of our listeners are in Canada. They're in the US, maybe they're in the UK, and they are working in the business world in English. Right. So we're going to talk today a little bit about some collocations that we need in business when things break down, right? Yes. Yeah, exactly. And um, there are so many things that can break down. And quite often when I'm giving my private lessons to my business students, sometimes they struggle. They, they're looking for the, the right word to use. 
Yes, exactly. Is that where this topic kind of inspired you from? Did this come from like direct questions from your students or stories from them? Almost like every week. It's, it's <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It's so hard. I mean, but if we can actually name exactly what's happening, then we can get on that connection level again yeah. with the native speakers in the office. Yeah, it's, I love it. Yeah, exactly. So that there's no communication, at least that the, the communication doesn't break down. Maybe the technology breaks down, but the communication doesn't. Right. Yeah. So imagine the opposite situation. If we don't have the words to actually name what's happening, then who knows? The other person might think we don't care or that we cause the problem. So this really helps us to build those relationships. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You don't want any mix ups happening. You know, people could, you know, get the wrong impression. That's so true. Yeah, I love it. I love it. So today, Steve, we have kind of a fun little little quiz we're going to try to do here and to try to figure out these words. So what is the first collocation and situation that our listeners can talk about at the office? Okay, so the first one is uh, when you're going to get in an elevator, for example, yes. you know, at work. Mm -hmm. And what would you say? Would you say the elevator is broken? Would that mm. be normally the way people would say it? Is the elevator out of order, out of service? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Well, what do you think? I mean, I, I guess, I guess all of these could work, but it's really about being natural with these answers, right? Yeah, exactly. And, and one that is used a lot when they hang a sign on a, an elevator mm -hmm. or a big machine like that would be when the elevator is out of order or out of service. So, I love that. Have right? you ever been stuck in an elevator? <laughs> um, only momentarily, thank okay. God. So <laughs> it didn't happen for too long. I've seen a lot of other people that were stuck in an elevator and pushing the alarm button and stuff like that. But uh, luckily, <laughs> that's ne knock on wood, that's never happened to me being in yeah. an elevator that was out of order, out of service. Yeah. I love it. So what we could say there is the elevator is out of order or it's out of service, right, Steve? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Exactly. I love that. And okay. That, and right, that can be used for machines that are that you have at work. It could be used for other machines too. Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. So maybe like a fax machine or something. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. If they're even used anymore, fax well, machines. Well, that's what I sure. was thinking. Yeah, I was thinking <laughs> fax machine or or maybe like a photocopier or okay. something like that. Do do people yeah. use those anymore? I don't know. Jeez, I don't know. I mean, we both don't work in an office, so <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, we're here at home and just enjoying the West Coast. So I don't know. All right. <laughs> so what would be another important collocation that we need to connect with our colleagues? Okay, so this. This takes me back to 2003 when I was living in downtown Toronto and I had to go pick up my wife and there was no electricity. Now, how would we say that? Would we say we have no lights? Would we mm -hmm. say the power is out or off or would we say the electricity is down? Like, how do we say that? Yeah, that's a good question. I mean... Geez, I don't know if I know the answer. I mean, we, it says we're talking about here that when we turn the lights off, the electricity on purpose, yeah. you might say the power is out. But I feel like I would say that even when it's gone out on its own, the power's out, the mm. power went out. What do you think? Steve? Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking that the power is out. It means like it, it went out. We didn't have any control over it. And yeah. that's definitely the one that I would use. If, I, if I'm on the phone with someone and I'm you know, downtown Toronto and I'm sitting in a car that stoplights don't work. Um, mm -hmm. the, the trains don't work. Nothing's working. I say, yeah, the power's out. That's exactly yeah. how it's set. 
Yeah. yeah. And there have been some famous outages over the years, right? I mean, you mentioned 2003. That um, was a huge I, one. Yeah. That was a huge one. I know that hit New York City, it too. Hit, hit New York uh, City, and it lasted for about eight hours in Toronto, New York City, um, all of Ohio State, Ontario. I, I'm mm-hmm. not sure. Were you were you in Boston at the time or no? At that time, I think that happened in the summer of 2003. So I was yeah. actually in New Hampshire, but I was teaching tennis and there were a lot of New Yorkers that came to the club where I was teaching and they talked about it. They said, it's hilarious how New Yorkers deal with power outages. They actually connect more than they do when the lights are on. So... <laughs> You always hear stories of New Yorkers coming together, dancing in the streets, cooking on the sidewalk, and that doesn't happen on normal days. It could, but it's just when the lights go out that that happens. <laughs> yeah. So, I, yeah. I like I like that attitude, kind of like, you know, having fun, you know, making, you know, merry when you can. They really um, do. Yeah. They do. But, um, <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. But but what you're saying is exactly right. like I would say it like that, too. Like the power is out now. Yeah, there is the power is off, but the meaning would mm-hmm. change. It would be like when the power is off. I don't know if for you, if it sounds like this, but it would be like um, we turned it off on purpose. We, OK, we yes. turned the electricity off on purpose. That makes sense to me, too. That's what I would say. Right. So the power is out is when it just goes out, you know, not on purpose. And the power's off when the city has maybe turned it off for some reason. There's some kind of construction going on or something like that. Exactly. Exactly. So those that 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 very subtle difference between the two prepositions there is is really key. And in a more formal way, I mean, if you're, you know, trying to to send out an email about uh you know, the factory or the, the whole company premises, uh, there's no electricity. You could say that, you know, we're having a power outage. That would yes. be a more formal term to describe that. Yeah, I love that. I mean, this is great that we're talking about co-locations today because it's these little prepositions, the out, the off, the over, the in, that can really trip up our listeners. Oh, yeah. And But this is important, guys. It's the subtleties of English that are going to connect you with your colleagues. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So let's keep going, Steve. What would be another one that we need to know at work? Okay, when when I'm giving class to my my students who are at work and they're on their phone, um, one that's very common is they'll say, "Well, my battery would we when the battery the battery is not working and it's going to be finishing, it's going to be ending, or it's running out." Ooh, I like running out. <laughs> yeah, so do I. So do I. And I, I love the way that it's used there when you say my battery is running out. We don't say I, I, I think to run out of battery sounds strange, but I don't mm. know if, if you would use it that mm. way to run out of battery. battery. Yeah. I guess I would. I guess I would. But I like running out. So my battery is running out. Yeah. Um, sounds more yeah. cool. Yeah. It's, it's yeah, kind of like I we wouldn't so. say I'm stressed. You'd say I'm stressed out. You just add yeah. that out. It sounds more cool. I don't know oh, why. We, 
Yeah, we love to add those prepositions at the end, but this is great. And I feel like, guys, you should really be writing this down, taking notes from today's episode, because we all deal with this, right? I think my iPhone tends to lose battery really quickly. Uh, And so, you know, we need to be able to articulate because maybe we need our phone for a meeting and our battery's running out. So we have to go take a break and charge it up. Okay. So, yeah. Mm, Charge it up. That's another good one. Yeah. So So we have the two. We have it when it's running out and then you need to charge it up. I love it. Yeah. All right. Awesome. So yeah. So how about staying on the tone of battery, right? What would be the next one if it's completely gone? Oh, if it's completely gone, would we say my battery, uh, the battery uh, laptop, the laptop battery is finished or my phone battery is finished or it's stopped or it's my battery died. My battery is dead. Mm, I really like the last one. So my battery died in the simple past, right? Or it's dead. And you could say it stopped working because logistically it did, but that's not very natural. And we want to go for that native way of speaking. Exactly. I couldn't agree more. Yeah. My battery died or my battery is dead. And a lot of students ask me that, you know, and and I, (laughs) I am sitting there thinking, you know, is that too informal? You know, say my battery died or is dead. And I say, no, no, it's just the way we say it. Yeah, I know it's not informal and it's, it's, but it's using, it may sound informal, but it's good to use these to be on that same level with our coworkers. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And, and, and I can remember going into, uh, electronics store, uh, Best Buy and, you know, taking in my phone and, and they're, you know, the, the tech geek, the tech support there said, no, this, this phone is pooched. Oh, interesting. I didn't, I've never heard that term before. That's brand new to me. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So pooched in this case, extremely informal. It's often used by geeks. It's a geek term to mean that it's dead or it has died. I've only heard the word pooch uh, to refer to a dog, like a little poodle or something. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. So that's a little bonus one today. Do we have a couple more for today for our (laughs) listeners? Because I feel like they're really benefiting from this. Okay. You bet. You bet. So we also have, uh, this can happen to a lot of people, uh, unfortunately, would you say my car broke, my car broke down, my car is down, my car stopped. Oh, this one's super obvious. I mean, this one is clear, right? So I would say my car broke down, Right. my car broke down. I would never say my car broke. That would be weird, wouldn't yeah. it? Yeah, it yeah. would be weird. And I, I do know that in other languages, maybe they just say broke, but sure. we need sure. that preposition, like... If, if we don't have that preposition, it's, it's like something's missing there. Yeah. Right? What is it about North American English, right? Why do we feel like we have to add so many prepositions to things? I don't know why. We make it more complicated, <laughs> but if, we do. If we don't have prepositions, it's, it's like not having coffee in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> I feel the same way, Steve. I like dark roast. What kind do you like? I have to have dark roast. In fact, yes. I'm having dark roast right now. Uh, we're on the same page. Yeah, okay. Okay. <laughs> I um, love it. Anyway. So yeah, you'd say my car broke down and uh, any kind of bigger machine, you could say like my fridge broke down, washing yep. machine broke down, dryer broke down, AC broke down. Yeah. yeah. So it's kind of like the bigger machines, it's broke down and then littler things could be to break. Like my phone broke. We could say yeah. that, right? Yeah. yeah. My, you could say my phone broke and a very informal one. You're talking about my phone broke that... I don't know if you remember this one is some people very informally will say my phone is busted. Oh, yeah. I like that one. Yeah, I do remember that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Busted a window. I busted my phone. 
Yeah, I don't know if that's like kind of going out of style now or if it's just like an so. obscure. You think so? Okay. I think so. Oh, I think sad. It's, old. <laughs> it's making me feel old now, then, in that case. <laughs> All right. Awesome. So, do we have maybe one more that we could share with our listeners today? Yeah, definitely. And this, this one is really important for business uh, people okay. who are studying business English that uh, in regard to internet and telephone communications, mm. when the if if i'm talking and then suddenly you can't hear me too well my voice there's would you say your the line is cutting you're Mm -hmm. on and off or Mm -hmm. you're breaking up what do you think i i really like you're breaking up yeah i think that's great and so do i and a lot of people when you say that the first time we're learning english they think well I'm breaking up with my boyfriend or. (laughs) Oh, no, it couldn't be that simple, right? We have to have five different meanings for that one (laughs) phrasal verb. (laughs) No, but this is great. This really is, guys. I hope you're writing this down once again. I mean, I used this just yesterday when I couldn't get good cell service inside my home office. So we use this all the time as native speakers, right, Steve? You bet. You bet. And yeah, Yeah. you could say you're breaking up or, um, you know, you're cutting out. That would be another Yeah, cutting out. Another way mm-hmm. of saying it. So yeah, um, it's just something that happens. So yeah, definitely, definitely. So I, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I love these too because we're empowering our listeners to actually say something when something goes wrong. I think the worst thing we could do is to say nothing and to pretend that we understand or that we hear you. Right? If we hear someone, we don't want to pretend that we're hearing or we're understanding or pretending that everything's okay when it's not. Guys, have the confidence to stop the person, say what's happening, and 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 solve the situation. And you can do that now in English with these words. Yeah, I think I think that's a very good point is that um, y- you have to to get up the courage to to say mm-hmm. when something is not working and not mm-hmm. just pretend that everything is OK. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That, I love that. Yeah, that, go ahead. That, that would be a, a very interesting topic for different ways to say when you don't understand. Yep. Maybe Definitely. In a, in a future uh, podcast. But I'm yep. inviting myself back and that's not appropriate. So, so we'll cut that one out of the podcast. No, no, that's okay. We'd love to have you back on the show. It's been great to have your voice on the show, Steve. So if our listeners want to hear more from you about what you're doing, where can they go to learn more about your work? Okay. So you can go to my YouTube page. That's youtube.com forward slash private English portal, private English portal. Or you can go to my website directly at englishwithsteve.com awesome. and you can find all of my videos there. Wow, that's awesome. And you have a lot of YouTube viewers over there, right? How many subscribers do you have to your channel? It seems like a huge place for people to learn English. We have 300,000 people worldwide. Awesome. And uh, we've already come up on 20 million views worldwide. So Wow. Fantastic. So guys, don't miss it. Go over and check out what Steve is doing on YouTube. And Steve, thank you for taking the time to come on the show. It's been great to have you on All Ears English. It's been really, really a privilege to be able to talk to you. And I, I really had a blast. Awesome. We'll see you back on the show soon. Hopefully. Take care. Bye for now. All right. Bye. Thanks for listening to All Ears English. If you are taking IELTS this year, get your estimated band score with our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com slash my score. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, then hit subscribe now to make sure you don't miss anything. See you next time.
Ohio. Ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.